0: Ladies and gentlemen, today we are in the Mid-City section of New Orleans, and we are at Mid-City Pizza, and the pizza here is amazing. We just had lunch. It was awesome. Coming from a Jersey girl. All right. Jersey approved. That's right. (laughs) Right. So, we're talking to owners Rand Owens and Sean Barrows. So, you guys, I'm curious, and uh, just for my podcast audience who can't see the video right now, a delicious slice of pizza was just put on the table what is that Rand?
1: You that's a actually convention. a little crazy that's beef and broccoli a little asian uh, style today ginger garlic gravy uh, beef some water chestnuts mushrooms really light cheese not your typical pizza not for pizza purists
0: no that is not your typical pizza and that looks amazing matter of fact as many pizza places as i've been in i've never i've never seen Pizza with an Asian flair like that, yeah, so
1: yeah. It's a little bit different. We yeah. try to run
2: specials every day, just a different pizza every day. Don't really have any structure to it; just whatever we're feeling.
0: Very we come cool. up with
2: a, yeah, come up with it on the spot.
0: So definitely. this restaurant making pizza, having this restaurant is obviously a passion for you guys because you don't get into the restaurant business and it not be a passion of yours. That's so right. I'm, I'm curious about how it started for you. So Rand, let's start with you. How did this start?
2: Started, it used to be called uh, Lazaro's, which, and we were located actually right over there in that That's building. He was the general manager, he actually hired me as a delivery driver. <laughs> and um, just a nice little hangout, small kitchen, you know, fun conversations. And uh, we were connected to Bank Street Bar, so we were selling slices out there. Uh, he went on tour for about like a, a couple, six months or something like that, so I ended up being manager. And tour
0: up, for what, Sean?
1: Uh, playing music at the time.
0: Which instrument? Just uh, uh, I Play
1: guitar and sing.
0: Right, cool. Not so right. much
1: anymore. Focusing on the, the pizza these days.
0: Right, right. So go ahead.
2: What happened? And uh, so I became manager, the owner at the time. His lease was coming up, and he really wasn't, I guess, involved in much as much as he used to be involved in it. And uh, so I just came up, and I, I took it over. It was just a, nothing. <laughs> kind of just to create one of those crazy situations that happened, everything aligned up perfectly and you know we came up with a good deal, took it over and then we completely graffiti blasted the whole entire front of it to make it look like a massive house of pizza. And it was like, I think we were the only few people have done something that outrageous, you know, like for a pizza restaurant style. So that caught a lot of people's attention. We tweaked a bunch of recipes, started doing our own thing with a lot of stuff. Of fired some some of the staff and got like a really good solid crew of guys and friends that we were working with at the time, and we we're just passionate about it and made it happen from there. From there, we got, made it over here. We've been here for a little bit over a year and a half, and everything's been going great. So,
0: how did this start for you, Sean? This passion to be well, a restauranteer,
1: passion for pizza started many many years ago <laughs> as a small child, but I'm, uh, I'm wearing my passion, yeah, <laughs> <for pizza. laughs> but uh, no, I, I mean. Uh, service industry is a great place for people you know, focusing on other part, you know, aspects of their lives and stuff. I, at the time, I was a full-time student at Loyola, and uh, just needed a little part-time gig. And delivering pizzas, you know, great for that. You can work maybe just two or three shifts a week and be able to pay your bills. So that's how it started for me. And then, like Grant said, I was going on tour, so I was kind of, you know, trying not to spend as much time in the kitchen and uh, get maybe getting a little bit burnt out on it. Uh, but uh, when Rand took over, you know, kind of bred new life into the building, you know, into the restaurant itself, and uh, you know, it was a lot, was something to get a little bit more excited about. You know, we started doing a little bit more. He was a lot more present than the previous owner, and uh, I don't know, just saw like a really good opportunity to, uh, you know, help make some, some really good pizza. There's not many options. There are plenty of options for pizza, but there aren't many good options, good local options in my eyes around here. So we just want to do something a little bit different. You know, a lot of people say that we have New York style. I wouldn't really say that. I'm from the Northeast. You know, it's definitely inspired by, you know, big floppy thin crust slices and stuff, but we try to do something different, you know? It's our own like, you know, version of New Orleans pizza. Oh yeah, it's definitely,
0: definitely different. It's
1: different, It's so hard to get it, you know, to be true New York pizza, it's too humid down here, the water's different, you that's know. That's right, like
0: that's what makes it New Orleans-style pizza.
1: Yeah, if we got a New York pizza cook in this kitchen, he'd, you know, be slapping our hands left and right, telling us all the things we're doing wrong. But, you know, we could try to like, you know, do our own thing, and that's, you know, what really helps, you know, feed the passion. So like, well, you know, building, you right now, every day we're learning something new, you know.
0: And when I go out of state, I don't want New Jersey or New York pizza. Right, you know yeah, know what I, mean? yeah. Yeah. I, I no want New Orleans like pizza. I, I wanna see, how do you guys, Eat your pizza here, yeah, you know, and that's what's totally. fun about it. You want something that's true to the place that you're at. What do you guys find your biggest challenge?
2: Uh, every day there's <laughs> a different challenge, but it's really just, you know, maintaining a positive attitude. Everyone's pretty good friends at work over here. We all hang out, and so the you know, challenges i I'm just making sure everyone's getting along, making mm-hmm. sure you know, it's the heat of the summer in New Orleans. It's a little bit different than other places that have restaurants. So we have a lot more stuff breaking and like ice machines breaking, AC. You can tell it's a little hot in here. We're getting a new <laughs> AC unit put in. So it's just an everyday struggle of going but out, yeah. The only thing I can say is just always, you know, any money that we make, we try to put back into the restaurant just to keep it going. I read that from like Red Royal and Lafayette, that guy that owned that, uh, this big gym his whole motto was he started really small and he would just any money he would make he would just keep putting it back in until now he's like one of the biggest gym owners in America or something crazy like that so I usually always tried to follow that kind of mindset and doing that with over here
0: you know there's so many people listening who have wanted to start a restaurant you know and people always say they're going to but you guys actually did it and so that's what's awesome and I am sure along the way, you have learned a lot about yourself. So uh, <laughs> without hey, Sean,
1: a doubt. what do you think you learned about yourself? Here? Without a doubt. Um, I just, you know, you got to go into it with an open mind. You know, I, I don't claim to know everything there is to know about running a, a restaurant every day. We're learning something new. I just try to create like a positive place for people to work. People say the customer number one. I think our employees are number one. If we treat them well, they'll treat the customers well. So I'm just constantly trying to learn and grow every day. You know, like we have new, co- new employees come in and maybe they have an idea as they saw something work really well at their, their, the last restaurant they worked at. Like just trying to keep an open mind at all times and just, you know, constantly, you know, remain like open for growth. You know, just... Yeah, I've, I always I feel... Like yeah.
2: Just always talking to someone, you know, cross-pollinating ideas, figuring out what works, what doesn't. And just, and just having a lot of people manager. saying like... I don't know, that this wouldn't work out or something like that. That was a big drive of being like, you know what, this is gonna work out and we're gonna make it a lot different than any other pizza restaurant that's in the city or at least try to. And we still have like a you know little goofiness about the whole restaurant and all that stuff. And we try to keep it fun, and always positive, so.
0: Well, and that's when you walk in a place, like you could feel it's, yeah. you don't take it too seriously. You want it, them to have an experience in the dining room and, and with the menu and just, you know, that it is lighthearted because you should come in and
2: feel similar. Yeah, and I personally like restaurants where I don't, you know, you're sitting down and you have a big group of people, you're eating, drinking, you know, you just go order your food up and you're not really having too much interaction with like a waiter who keeps coming up asking you, you know, like you can just get your water yourself if you need to do that or something like that. And that's something that I always like in restaurants. So kind of want to incorporate that in the way we do stuff over here. Do
0: you know that's something I've never seen?
2: Really? Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. And, and I've eaten in a lot, a lot of, of restaurants. I've never, never seen where seen you could just walk book up and get your own. Like in a restaurant like, like this and just yeah. kind of do your thing. So what kind of advice would you give those people who want to take that step but just haven't yet for whatever their reason is?
2: I'd just say take it because if you're not going to take that step, you're going to end up doing something you might not even really want to end up doing. You could get fired from that job. So you might as well take a risk in something you really love to do. And, you know, if you fail at that, you're still failing at it either way. But if you do have that chance of making a success, it's a success and you're gonna be doing what you love. And so that's what I feel like a lot of people get caught up in is like taking the safer, maybe not as happy route of doing something than kind of taking a big chance and leap and doing something that they would actually really love to do.
0: Sean?
1: I'd say definitely take the leap and uh, not to to bust out a rhyme, but be prepared not to sleep. You know, you're married to the business. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, don't be afraid to put you know, all of yourself into it because uh, it's going to take a lot, especially at first, you know, uh, it's definitely it can be a daunting task it Can be something, uh, you know, it's a little scary sometimes. But if you're there and you're putting everything you have into it, you know, it's, it's going to go well.
0: How do you guys feel when you walk into this restaurant knowing that it's yours? Like, how does that feel every time you walk in?
2: It's a great feeling. I mean especially when there's a lot of people here, just like you know, you're eating, it's just always like it is, it feels like success. It feels like it's flowing, everything's working out, you know, everyone's in the kitchen, everyone's moving, everyone's making pizzas, people are eating. So it's just it's a nice flow of everything, kind of like a, I don't know, really re- kind of relaxes me too at the same time, but that can't be said when we're super slammed yeah, and everything's going out of control, but when it is, when you do catch that movement where everything's just flowing, everyone's happy, it's a beautiful day. Uh, I there's I like certainly,
1: it. waves of emotion. Sometimes it's really, you know, good feelings. Sometimes it's a little stressful. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little overwhelming. But you know, you gotta take the good with the bad and you know, just do your best.
0: Thank you guys so much for talking yeah. with me today, and thank you so much for lunch for me and my crew. It was oh, absolutely delicious. And I did see on the wall over there that you were voted best vegan pizza
2: by pizza. Yeah, I think either. I guess Pete is internationally so.
1: I'm pretty sure it's internationally best pizza is a red beans and rice pizza. I think they like voted some like regionally and stuff, but yeah, for this area we won best pizza. for uh, one of our uh, other managers, Daniel Ray. He came up with a red bean and rice pie. We do it every Monday from New Orleans. You know, like red beans. Everyone eats red beans and rice on Mondays. So. He's
2: actually on tour right now too. So yeah. shout out Community Records, those guys, local record label. They've helped us a whole lot down here to get started, to get involved in a lot of you know music shows and stuff like that. So thanks, Daniel.
0: Maybe we can find them on the road. Yeah, yeah, they probably will. They'll be <laughs> all over everywhere. the place. So. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah, all right, thank, thank you. you. Appreciate it. I'm gonna try this pizza now. Try oh, it I out. Get it. Even though we already had <laughs> yeah. a of slices. I'm definitely gonna do it.
2: crazy.
0: (laughs) Thank you for listening to today's episode. I have come to be known as the 50 states in 90 days lady, a concept that is unfathomable to most. If you would like me to come speak at your event about how to envision, explore, and execute a plan, or how to create a life that is more exciting or more meaningful, you can find me at motivatemepodcast.com. And the world keeps turning and I just keep moving along. along.